Hello, good people, and welcome to the Bronzo Beer Collective. This is episode five of season 11. Uh, I'm Chris Jordan, with me is Jeffrey Chi. Evening. With me is Paul Christoph. Hi. And we are, because we're recording all of these in a completely weird order this season, um, it's just been Easter for us. And we've all been doing really random, stupid things. Um, well, I mean, in my case, I went off and visited several families. Um, all of them mildly connected to me, which feels better. It would be weird if I didn't. But what have you guys been up to? Um, drinking beer. That, that's happened. Drinking wine. Yeah, Actually, went out, went out, wine. went out to Yarra Valley on Sunday. That was cool. I haven't been out there for... What, a month and a half, so actually, but before that, I hadn't been out there for ages, right? So, mm. uh, yeah, went to Alchemy, Alchemy Distillery. That was the main that was purpose. The primary of the trip. reason. So yeah, it's a new, new which about six months. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. Are, are they on shelves yet, or are they just uh, in they're in a few like bars, distilleries, and bits and pieces? Yep. They're probably in like one of the some of the more crafty bottle shops, like maybe Prince Wine Store might have them or something like yeah. that. But, um, but yeah, yeah, some of the some bars and, and obviously at their at their premises. So they're um yeah they're basically aiming to do uh, whiskey, mm. uh, but whiskey takes time to yeah, create. Yeah. So at the moment they have a moonshine. Mm. Uh, was it two vodkas and a gin? Two vodkas. Yeah, one of them was a quinoa. Yep. Vodka. And the other one was, I've never heard this term before, a speed rail vodka. Speed rail, yeah. What does what, that mean? Well, it's designed to be just a house vodka, so it's oh. super clean, super smooth. Mm. Well, most house <laughs> vodkas are not super smooth, but it happened to be super smooth, which but, was a nice so change up. So no was in like a fireball where you're meant to swig it. Sorry, that's whiskey, my fault. Um, okay. Yeah, so no, it was, it, was, it was quite interesting actually. I was, I, yeah, because I've been there about a month ago, but I hadn't had the full explanation and experience. So it was, it was cool to like hear it from 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 the source. I'm guessing Paul, you set up that said full explanation. Um, what was set up for us? <laughs> um, yeah, so no, we were we were invited there a little. Mm. I was invited there a little while ago, and I was like, couldn't make it. And I said, look, if you're open on Easter, mm. make it up with a few friends and. Yeah, so we got through the whole history of the place. It's in an old um, bakery. Bakery. Mm. So they've got they've got the bread ovens there, and the ovens still. Work. It's kind of cool. Wood fired ovens, so they're going to experiment with mm. doing things with grains and the whole complex. There's one. Was it an eccentric Viking? Yeah. That was described to us as. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> like he's got his skis on the wall. His like Lots antler of, things. Yeah, and taxidermy and stuff. Wait, wait, who's the, who's the eccentric Viking? The guy That's who makes Dan- it? This Danish guy that owns it. So he owns oh, okay. this whole, the whole building. So it's um, yeah, on the what, Marunda Highway or whatever the main road is there mm. in Hillsville. And yeah, it's a whole thing. So there's a wine shop. There's mm. a Mexican restaurant and cafe. Mm. Well, not Mexican restaurant, a little kitchen. And they serve to like this outdoor space, which is yeah, sort of shared yeah. by all of them. And there's some retro mm. foods, foods, shoe store at the front. Yeah. Um, so the whole thing's been activated. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, this guy who owns it has just said to interesting people that want to do things, he basically all set up is it, shopping there. It, is, this place, is this all called Alchemy or is it go to no, specific so just the distillery's right. Alchemy. Um, um, that was I mean, Yarra Valley Cellar Door. Um, something, Joe, Joe Slinger. Joe Slinger. Was yep. the uh, mm-hmm. cafe Mexican restaurant. I can't remember, I don't know what the shoe shop was. I have no, I personally have no interest in, well, I lie. I do have more shoes than I like. But they're mostly Adidas Originals, so it's not an Adidas Original store. Yeah, so you only go to one shoe yeah. store. Right? <laughs> it's different. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so no, it was really cool to see them. And yeah, the Yarra Valley Cellar Door is pretty cool as well, actually. Like, they, um, 
they're, they're like an aggregator. Like like everything's mm. a fucking aggregator nowadays. So mm. they're an aggregator for wineries. So rather than having to go to all the different cellar doors, they get a number of wineries and they have all their wines available for tasting on premises. That's a really good idea. Mm. I mean, it makes the bike trip between the wineries really short. It does. Mm. It does. Uh, it probably makes you more likely to fall off the bike, actually, when you have to mm. ride such a short distance. Good call. We, we were saying, I never, I never sort of realised, we've got that, then obviously you've got um, with the Grace, Graceman wine store, he's mm. Matt Ford, this guy that's really interesting wines, that's his little thing, and then there's four pillars there. We are saying, that's actually, you know, you can just do Hillsville. Yeah. Really, there's loads there. What happened? Well, that's basically what I did a month and a half ago. We just went to Hillsville, we got an Airbnb, and then we just mm. walked everywhere because we weren't like that. And that fucking driving, you insane. So, I don't really want to go to Hillsville. Yeah. I don't think I've been there since I was a kid, or at least not knowing them. Yeah. And then, of course, we went to Watts River, River, who Finally, we spoke to at Brewers Feast. Excellent. Yes. So, we tried a few of their bits, a really cool space. What did they have on? We had the raspberry raspberry sour. sour. And you and had the, um, something else. I think it was, was like a Brett IPA or something, yeah. I believe. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. I think they were the two sort of most interesting beers, like the ones that we hadn't already tried at Brewers Feast, yeah. but we'd, we'd give them a crack. Yeah, and it, was, um, it was busy. It was yeah, yeah really it was cool. Pumping. They've got the whole warehouse sort of shed section, as most breweries do. Big section at the front. Did they remember who you were? I have no idea. Okay. I think they did. Okay. Yeah. No, I recall I recall sort of, yeah, having a conversation about Brewers Feast and stuff. I don't, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not super <laughs> yeah. au fait. I'm not sure if initially they go yeah. shake the hands, like, how are you, mate? Yeah, I'm not super au fait on the, the circumstances under which we arrived at <laughs> Watsworth Brewing. I have flashes of sort of, you know, memory of conversing and of the beer. So, you know, it had um, been a long day. But yeah. Yeah. And then we had more wine. Then we had more wine. Yeah, so someone I used to work with who decided to quit his day job and become a full-time winemaker. That's kind of cool. I mean, although I do feel like the amount of um, stories you hear of people like quitting their day job and starting spirits brands, it's, it's kind of cool. Good day. Yeah, it was a good day. So, one thing I was uh, I was going to ask um, uh, before we go on to the other things is like, did everyone see this is April Fool's gag? Uh, the beer uh, which, which, one. No, I was going to say which one, but you've got. Okay, yeah. Sorry, I, I should have again on Instagram. Um, so, Sierra Nevada did a um, April Fool's gag where they said that they were all moving to Australia. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. and that they had like this entire map mapped out and I remember I, I, I think someone posted on CBC or something like that and I remember um, at rolling by and I'm thinking oh that's actually that's actually kind of cool but strange and I feel like I would have heard about this earlier and then I, I didn't really think much of it then the, I think it was the following day they were like no we're just kidding we're not moving to Australia yeah. which I know is disappointing but in saying that it's that's how I like the founders brewing one on Instagram so tell us in the comments which one of the beers you'd like to see make their seasonal lineup for 2019. Mm. It's the um, Milk Steak Stout or the Rum Ham IPA. <laughs> nice. Has to be Stone. Rum Ham. I think so. Rum well, you, ham. Could, you could do a Rum Ham um, like rash beer. Yeah, yeah you, you could do a rash beer and agent and rum barrels or something. Yeah. yeah. So I reckon the Rum Ham could actually taste right. quite good. Milk Steak Stout, maybe not so much. Yeah, I think chicken chicken fried steak stout. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Of the two, rum ham might actually work. Like it's not uh, impossible. We're, we're talking rum and ham, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you haven't seen, you haven't watched. It's always sunny in Philadelphia. No, no, this is all blur to me. Oh yeah, it's something Danny DeVito's character invents. <laughs> rum ham, rum ham. It's literally just a massive ham infused with rum. 
fucking entire bottle of rum. That would be kind of nice. Except for the whole, you'd have to buy a lot of rum. Well, an entire bottle. <laughs> not that much rum. One bottle's not that no, much. No, and you could probably get away with Bacardi. Right? It doesn't need to be anything. Yeah, if you're making rum ham, you don't buy you don't buy expensive rum. I think I think you buy the cheapest rum possible for rum yeah. ham. Um, that that may be the episode title was this week. I think if so. If you're making rum ham, you don't need expensive rum. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. That is that is a wise wise words. Words of wisdom. So what else happened over Easter, people? Um, chocolate. Mm-hmm. That happened. But um, did anyone um, attempt to get the? Uh, who was it that I saw? Um, had got you know how we did the magical. Uh, oh, yes. Easter unicorn, or whatever it is, um, and that you, you know you put the you fill it up in a, um, a chocolate bunny. I really wanted to, and like I mean, we're drinking it now. It's the pre beer, mm. and it's like ah, oh, it's a delicious beer. Ah, oh, if only I had a chocolate mm. bunny or half a chocolate egg on me right yeah, now. Yeah, no, I no, did not did not get around <laughs> to doing that unfortunately, which is a shame. Yeah, no, I didn't. I mean, I'll probably be on tap tomorrow. It's mm. a good point, and you can probably buy bunnies cheap. Yeah, half price bunnies. Yeah, ears only. <laughs> Well, I did have that awkward thing where, because you know how they've been talking up in those videos, so we, um, when we recorded um, before Easter, and then that everyone had been talking about that, on uh, the Thursday before Easter, there was on my desk one of those bunnies, like one of those chocolate bunnies, yep. and all I kept thinking to myself was like, for fuck's sake, if I'd had that on Tuesday, I could have done something with it. with beer. Yeah. I mean, everybody's going to be dedicated. Yeah, that was quite good. Well, that was actually the, the final beer of that, um, the Yarra Valley trip. Let's see, that was it, the Dragon Wart... Um, no, that's right. Stout from um, Nog 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 that's one that I've been selling since mm. 2012. Mm. Well, it was a 2012 beer. I don't mm. think I had it since 2012. Since the 40s. But um, yeah, so good until 2027, 20, it actually said on the thing. But I've looked through my shelf you know that whole annual thing mm. where it's like okay winter's coming what do i got and it's like oh gosh probably some of these should be drunk by um, now um old, old beers to the front yeah exactly stock rotation <laughs> so anyway that one went in the fridge and um anyway i woke up on monday and my wife she's like oh like this is that beer you've been selling like what, like it's it's here you didn't end up finish finish it and it's like opened and there's like a third of a bottle missing oh. it's like ah oh, what happened there so it turns out it wasn't wasted, so mm. not so special against Ben. <laughs> had drunk his portion, but I'd fallen asleep. As had I, so mm. yeah, so mm. we had... Oh, yeah. Hence I, why I, there were two-thirds of a... I have seen the video. ...bottle left. Mm. But the good thing about it is, despite being open in, you know, mm. it was um, still okay. Put a stopper on it, put it back in the fridge, and we had it all last night, of course, and it was, yeah, still tasted fantastic. Mm. So that's, uh, you know, words... 14%, well, 14% um, beers... They are fine to leave open in the air for a while. They still taste delicious. Well, I mean, they're essentially rocket fuel, right? It, yeah, it was very rocket fuel. Yeah, not much else to report with that. So I went to, um, I've actually been going going here a little bit, um, White Hart Bar in the city. Mm. Um, mm. They've got, you know, decent craft taps and ro- like rotating food trucks. Yeah. So yeah, had, um, I don't know if you've had it, the Stomping Ground, their Hot Cross Bun Red Ale. Must, no. be, must have been an Easter release, I guess. Oh, so, I Shit, I need to try and catch that before. Yeah, yeah, so I had that. That was, that was quite delicious, actually. So As a non-Red Ale drinker. Yeah, exactly. Mm. As a non-Red Ale drinker, I quite enjoyed it. I particularly enjoyed it because I went there after I'd been to the footy at Etihad. Mm. And so at Etihad, I had basically drunk... 
whatever shit thing I had at Eddie had. Uh, the Lazy Yak. The Lazy Yak Stadia edition. I'm sorry, I tuned out for a second. After which, after which we immediately we immediately transitioned to Bournemouth <laughs> Cider because we just went, no, no, we cannot, we cannot do that again. Oh, and, Jesus. Um, and then, yeah, so by the time got back to Whiteheart because we were there mm. for lunch beforehand and then afterwards, uh, it was time for that. And the other thing that I found was the Pasteur Street barley wine. Oh, yeah, because um, of course their beers are now yeah, available here. That's right. They? So, so that was pretty cool to was find that, that. That was a white heart? Yeah, it was a white heart on tap. So there you go. So there hey, are now two reasons. It was least. a barley one on tap? Yeah. That's fucking awesome. So, um, and then they had a beer that might have killed you, I think. Like, oh, was it orange with a slice of orange and a dash of orange? Well, it's a super juicy Nipah. I'm assuming, like, it's got... It's, it looks very orange on the can. Mm. It, I think it's reasonably likely that there's some citrus in there. So, you know, maybe that's it, so It's exciting. a good gamble. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. That's right. And then revisited an old favourite, the Armageddon by Epic. I haven't had the... Sure. I, 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 hadn't had the I haven't had it for, like, two years. So I used to drink it all Shit. the time back in the days. It was one of the... Really one of the really first, like, big hoppy IPAs that I got back into. Um... Back in, you know, 2013, 2014, used to get it at, like, the Great Northern Bottle Shop all the time, out at the Terminus all the time, and then just didn't have it for ages, and then mm. saw it on tap, and well, we have to have that. So, yeah, so it was a bit of revisiting, you know, revisiting some old favourites and finding some new well, stuff. So, you know, good work, White Heart Bar. Well, I mean, though you could do, sorry, you do bring up a good point around Epic, because I don't see it that often. I mean, you see the bottles every now and then, but I haven't seen it on tap since, the last time I saw it on tap was at that, um, Hopquest thing on yeah. um, Invasion Day. I where think that's more just the whole thing where there are now so many more Victorian beers. Mm. But we don't see, we don't see that many beers from New South Wales mm. on mm. taps yet. You know, well, the last how often you really see like batch beers? Yeah, it's true. It's true. It's true. Though, yeah. though, oddly, when I was uh, so when I was back in Ballarat, they had I went to actually for um, your dinner um, uh, last night. Um, I thought, okay, I'll pick up some, I'll see if I can find some beers. Because you know how when you go to Black Hearts, like we all go to Black Hearts and we all end up getting variations on whatever they've got there. And I thought, okay, maybe Ballard will have a different range. So I went in there and they had, like the one of the bottle shops had batch beer. And it was like, of all places, I did not expect Ballard to have batch beer. It's just obscure. Yeah, well, what have they got... Um I wish we could see their beers more. I really like. They're probably one of my favourite. Yeah. One of my favourite Sydney-based. Yeah, yeah. All we have is Ben's T-shirt, really. Yeah. No, I'm a fan. I'm a fan. Okay. So, uh, one thing that we, uh, one of the reasons why we've jumped into doing this, and why we're really, yeah, stretching the limits of uh, what we want to, what we can be talking about, is because Paul, go. Ah, okay. I wasn't expecting that. Um, yes, so as I guess anyone who listens or follows up on social media would know, we did the market Nipah with mm. Hop Nation a few months back, and now that's, you know, in cans and everyone's enjoying it. But at PopQuest on Australia Day, I was talking to Manning, their head sales guy, and he was saying when it was being tested that they did a version which was ridiculously mm. chilly and awesome. Mm. And say, oh, it's too, but there's no way we could ever release this as a, you know, the commercial beer, but it but, was really awesome. But it lacked in market value. And I was like, well, maybe we could do like, we could do a single keg of it. That would be fun. And it's like, oh, maybe, and da 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 And so I did a bit of back and forth between, a bit of a middleman between Manning and uh, Alex at the Ale House. And 
bottom line. That was, that, that was a, there seemed to be an agreement. That a keg <laughs> be was a made, a keg would be made and appear, and I wasn't sure if that was just you know all of us at a few drinks mm-hmm. in in Hot mm-hmm. Quest, and that mm-hmm. was going to be the end of it. But um, sure enough, last week we get a um, um, message from Manning saying so keg, so keg has been, been delivered. delivered. And, and it's like, what the fuck? Yeah, and a few hours ago, we got a message from Shane, who's working at the Ale House today, saying right. it's been tapped. And so, so we thought, well, we better record that. So it won't. Well, it probably won't exist by the time this goes out. No, no. But um, we'll be promote. We'll promote it. So you will. You will have seen it on our <laughs> social media, and on even if you won't have heard about it until afterwards. And um, yeah, we should probably uh, probably try that. We should drink that now. And we are back, and as promised, we have the night market. Hmm. And Jeff, you're actually, you know, if anyone who listened back to the um, Ghost Chili Porter episode would know that you're, That's right. yeah, you're our um, chili aficionado. First impression? No, really, it's yeah, really good actually. I mean, obviously, the previous version of it had, you know, a bit of a chili kick to it as well. Mm. This one's definitely more noticeable. Um, mm. You know, you get it on the front mm. rather than the, the the market IPA. You got it more yeah. on on the back of the palate. This one, you actually get it straight up. But it's not it's not it's not crazy. Like it's not overpowering. Point. Yeah, it doesn't punch you. It doesn't punch you too hard in the face. But you can definitely mm. tell that it's a you know. I think one of the comments is you know market IPA on steroids. I think that that's that's, yeah, that's not bad. That's not a bad description. Uh, I mean, like it's not super super charged, mm. but mm. you can definitely tell it's got a bit more to yeah. it. Um, yeah, but. I was thinking but, it was going to be hotter. Yeah, I was, so was I. I. Yeah. yeah, I was. I was. Ex- I actually, I actually had a bit of a sample before you guys got here because because uh, mm. Shane gave me a bit of a bit of a taste. Shane was eager. Yeah, Shane was eager. So yeah, no, it's, it's but it's still. I I mean, I think I prefer it to the OG mm. version just because mm. I'm quite into chili and this is not like a like one of those ridiculous chili pilsners or chili pale ales. It just has like way too much chili chucked into it, mm. and therefore. Mm. Um, kind of kills your taste buds. I'm going to try the triple get in at Mrs. Palmer's tomorrow, so I'll have to let. Triple wait, wait, what is the triple get? Epic? No, no, no. So it's it's, it's a par- it's their oh, new the Palmer. Palmer. Yeah, they've got a new Palmer there. So it's, it's, um, is it, is there some sort of dare, or did you just read about it? I think I just saw I just saw, on, I just saw it on Facebook, so I thought, oh, well, we'll give that a try. So well, yeah, so this is this is a good uh, a good warm up. This yeah. plus the hot sauce we had last night, all these things. Oh, yes. it's uh, preparation. You can definitely tell. Like I've not had a sip of that mm. in about a minute, and it's still. Yeah, it's all very it, it lingers. Yeah, that's right. I mean, it's right. more like a Szechuan kind of like how that that kind of mm. I don't know, like kind of lingers. It's not you can feel it. Mm. Mm. kind of. But all right, the qu- the question is, will it get more more chillier? Um, will it get hotter the older it gets? You have to assume so. Thing is, I'm really confused by think about chili. The hard thing. About it is that people's taste varies so much, mm-hmm. as we've seen looking at you know check-ins on Untapped of the market Nipa is you see people that have been drinking the same batch and you've got you know too chilly or not chilly enough or yep. really well balanced mm-hmm. in the same batch and you're like well what is it so you can't tell if it's the beer that's gotten hotter or if it's just different people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it's mostly different. I mean, different, everyone's got a completely different scale for this sort of thing. Mm. And so, you know, and, it, and it's because it's both a, a mental and a physiological reaction. Mm. But a lot of it's mental, actually. Mm. And so, yeah, you can't, you can't, you can't normalise for that. It's very, it's very difficult. Like, even the Scoville scale is not 
it's not actually, it's not purely no. scientific, right? Like there is there is a qualitative element to it. So, and so you know when you're calling to one million or two million yeah. or fifty thousand, like whatever. So yeah, it makes it very difficult to sort of like tell how much uh, the elapsing of time and storage conditions and mm. the condition of the lines and all that sort of thing is actually had on it. But uh, but yeah, I mean. This is, I mean, we, we know we know the guys here sort of maintain their equipment and that, that you know, it's being kegged. It's just literally just being kegged. And a pretty short distance between the keg and the taps. This is pretty much how, we can only assume this is pretty much how it's meant to taste. Yeah, yeah. It was only delivered, was it? Friday? Thursday Friday. Friday. Thursday. Thursday. Yeah, that's right. Thursday, of course, because Friday mm. was Friday. Um, has anyone burped this year? Because I just burped it. And, no, I've not burped it. And I can I can taste the I can taste more of the chili on the burp than I can on the actual tip. I see, I see. So what does that know, mean, Jeff? Well, maybe it means you're <laughs> turning into a dragon or something. I'm not sure. Story <laughs> checks out. Some sort of they should call it the metamorphosis. Um, yeah. Mm. But yeah, no, I, I'm 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 really quite enjoying this. I, I do like this more than than the original it does have that bit more of a but, kick but it's like it's, it's basically nicely pushing the limit of where you should draw the line for this sort yeah, of stuff and the other flavors mm. are actually toned down more mm. so i think a lot of people that have didn't like the people that thought either oh, herd mm. yeah know, that's would, right would maybe prefer this yeah that's right that's yeah. right yeah it's, it's, it's really good it is yeah it is oddly enjoyable um and one, one thing that i find something that i didn't expect i suppose is that often when i have chili beers i don't really find them refreshing I tend to find them a bit of a chore to get through. Mm. This is oddly refreshing. It seems very refreshing, actually. Yeah, it's super fresh and mm. just super crisp. Mm. And yeah, yeah, that's right. So we can't really say what anyone's saying because nobody's... No, nobody's no other than anything. that one check-in that um, Jeff found. And that could have been Jeff for all we know. Uh, no, no, no. It was, it was someone else. So it was one person with a comment, one person with no comment, and then me, obviously, with no comment or yeah, rating. Obviously. So, yeah. Um, Not a lot of information to go off yet. Then, um, with our own um, awesomely nuanced opinions, what do we think? I'll get a 4.25. Yeah, I was tossing up between a 4 and a 4.25, but I think since I gave the other 4, I actually, I actually prefer this as well, so I'm giving this a 4.25. Um, oh, it's a good question. I mean, I want to say 4.25 just to follow suit. I mean, it kind of doesn't matter what you say, no, but no. say it still. I'm I mean, gonna... Think about it properly. And give reasons. Show you're working. Oh, there, I just got the burp. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to go with the four just because I'm not as big of a fan of um, chili beans. Sure. Fair enough. I got the burp too, actually. I got more yeah. of the herbs mm-hmm. off the burp than Yeah, you than can actually... Well, you can taste mm. the chili. Like the, the flavours rather than the heat. The, the burp is gold. The burp, yeah. Yeah. yeah so, yeah. this is one of those few beers that is, um, you know, it's owned by burp. On that note... We should get one more beer. And we have one last beer. And thankfully, this last beer will probably have more reviews than the previous one. Uh, What are we drinking? We are drinking the Lickable Wallpaper Raspberry Rhubarb Sour by Barrow Boys Brewing. Um, Which is yet another in Barrow Boys' pretty much take over all of, all of our fridges. Yeah, located in Hawthorne in Victoria. I didn't know that until I looked this up. I should have known that. Yeah, yeah, I should have known that, but I didn't. I like this. Um, I like it when you always get the whole three, diff- three beers and you've got the three different colors. That is quite cool, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Also indicates we're not drinking fast enough. 
So it says, say hello to an unconventional beer. Lickable wallpaper is a most marvellous raspberry and rhubarb sour. Revel in its hints of stewed rhubarb, ripe raspberries, and savoury acidity. Uh, artwork by Claire Ritchie. Licking the can is not advised. Yeah, cool. Mm, why not? I mean, what have they done with their cans? They're not lickable. Actually, so... You don't want to know. This says, Gypsy Brewed and Canned by Barrow Boys Brewing Company. Uh, P.O. Box in North Melbourne, but the untapped listing mm. says that they're located in Hawthorne. Have they, have they become mm. non-gypsy? Uh, I have no idea. Yeah. Possible. But, so we can, we can look this up. That's just where their office is. Has everyone had a first sip? Uh, no, actually. No, I have not. Mm. <laughs> well, I just had a first sip while you guys were saying that you hadn't had a first sip. Was it lickable? It's very lickable. God, that's easy to drink. It's pretty easy drinking. Like it's it's a it's a sort of thing you'd slam down a can and not really notice you'd slam it down. Well, I mean it's only four point six, so yeah. so you you do that and not suffer any mm. particularly adverse consequences for doing it. Uh, but it is, yeah, it's very wow. wow, yeah, that's very tasty. I like it. Yeah, wow. Oh yeah. Um, Here we go. Um, Ryan E at Bella Pizza Viewbank. I mm. like this one. Amazing sour with big rhubarb hit. The snozberries taste like snozberries. Classic um, Super Troopers reference. Is it also is it also a um, a Willy Wonka reference, or is it only Super Troopers? Oh, that's a good question. I think you're right. I think it's a Willy Wonka reference. Or is it actually a Willy Wonka reference and yeah. not a Super Troopers reference? Well, it's definitely in Super Troopers. Okay. I don't think it's um. It, I mean, Super Troopers was like a riff on everything. Sure, so. absolutely. But I think I think the yeah, I think yeah. the OG might be Willy Wonka. So well, there we go. Meta. Um, people. L W, one star. Ooh. Then uh, mixed star has commented. Oh no, is it no good? I was hoping to enjoy it, and L has responded. It was terrible. Tastes like VB with a sharp sour on the front of your tongue. So sad. I was tossing up between this and a watermelon sour. Uh, are we yeah. are we looking up the same? <laughs> That's it's interesting how people can taste very different things. That you know, VB is not a flavor mm. I get. Uh, Andrew F. Easy drinking with a touch of savory on the finish, which I don't really like. That's interesting. I can I think I can mm. kind of see where he's coming from. Not that not liking it, but I can mm. see. Mm. I can see. In taste, I can savory. see. It's not super sweet. Mm. Mm. Yeah. That's interesting. Um, here we go. Joe H at Hot Temple. Simply delicious. A friend told me it erection worthy. He's not wrong. Hot Temple in my hometown of Ballarat. 5.5. That's how they roll out there. Exactly. Erection worthy, not erection worthy. Uh, Lucky Fee. Oh, sorry. That Jesus himself would have drunk this beer. 4.75. Well, he would have turned uh, water. He would have turned water into like also modern Jesus would have turned water into uh, this. Like a sour, basically. Bravster. Best I've had from these boys. Nice one. 3.5. So I don't know what it says about all the other beers. The best one. Harsh, harsh raider, I guess. Yeah. Um, Cat W in Northcote. Sweet raspberry, then sour rhubarb cuts through the sweetness. Ends better than it begins. No, that's the rhubarb that people aren't. People aren't liking it. It's the rhubarb. Because rhubarb is bitter. Mm. Yeah. It's true. A lot of people, lot of people uh, have a very, yeah... Rhubarb itself is very mm. divisive. I reckon that's what it yep. is. Hospital G. Um, that's the person's name, not location. Uh, very refreshing, post-gym, 4.75. There's something awesome about drinking beer post-gym, like the proper cancelling out of the gym. Yeah. 
Ronnie C. Burp Charlie, and I did, and it helped. Tasty Brew 2, 4.25. Yet another burp reference. Yeah. No, it seems like that's the real way yeah. to... Um, I can, I can they don't put that in the beer tasting, man- no. beer tasting manual. Improved by burping. Yeah, that's right. I can see what's going to be in this description. No, episode description, that is. Um, Give me a few more people. Dylan T. I think I like this more than their recent Violet Goza. Subtle tartness and salt. Tasty fruit, 3.75. Nice. Uh, Natalie W. at Fed Square at the 2018 Good Beer Week Gala Showcase. So light and effervescent, it's more refreshing than sour. With a wheat finish, I could be converted. Hmm. Um, don't know where the wheat comes from. Uh, wait, wait. Wheat or wheat? Wheat. Okay. All right. Yeah. Give me like two more. All right. Uh, Michael Helm gave it 3.5, but he didn't say anything. God damn it, Michael Helm. One of these days we'll work out who the hell you are. We've probably met you 20 times. Mark B, super funky nose. Fruit flavor punches through though. 3.75. Mm. Oh, yes, there he is. Yeah. Gus M at Beer Deluxe Fed Square. Raspberry up front, rhubarb savouriness in behind, 3.75. But what do we think about that? Does that sound... That, that actually pretty much sounds yeah. like my comment and what I want to rate it. <laughs> raspberry up front, and yeah, you get that right, r- rhubarb afterwards. It's really mm. nice. Mm. I don't know if I'm a 3.75 or a 4, though. I really do like it. I mean, what, okay, one of, the, one of the questions, I suppose, that I really want to ask about this is that... Uh, Barrow Boys have done a lot of this recently where that they've had these, you know, quite cool cans. And you sort of, you know, is if this if this beer was like in a pretty average sort of um, bottle or a pretty average sort of can, would we bother buying it? Would we even bother considering it? Right. Is it, is it just well marketed? It's a good question. The I mean, cans are very good, yeah. I mean, their core range is pretty corey, so if I see their stuff on shelf, I actually don't prioritise getting it, to be perfectly honest with you. So You heard it first, people. The core um, range is corey. Yeah. So, but, I mean, if I've read that it was a rhubarb and raspberry sour, then that would, I think that alone without the can art would be sufficiently interesting to try it. Yeah, but I think it's the, the point that we've, we've raised before, is you have to now have... Marketing mm. so important. You have something. Mm. Having that can, there's so much competition. So many beers on the shelf. Mm. How are you mm. going to stand out? Yeah. Yep. Fine, cool. Have a bright pink can. That'll do it. Yeah, that'll do it. All right, what do we think about this? Yeah, it's at 3.754. I'm tossing up behind. I just... I'm going to give it a four, but... Yeah, so now it's dark and, you know, winter mm. is coming and all that. You're kind of like, mm, but I'm thinking, gosh, if this was like... If I was outside, if we're recording out the back and it was a warm summer's day and it was still daylight, mm. I'd probably be giving it a four. Uh, but I mean, every, everything everything is in context. It's kind of unavoidable. It's like how everyone's perceptions of chili are completely mm. different. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, yeah. I've already decided. So climate I'm, dependent. Yeah, yeah 3.75. Yeah, correct. Yep. That's yep. what I decided. No, so... Um, I really enjoyed drinking it. I could drink a lot of it. It'll, but, you know, if I stopped making it tomorrow, I'd be like, okay, there'll be other beers. Yeah, I think Boy just needs that extra mm. something. Yeah, because there are, there, are, there are other beers that are like this and are as good, you know, yeah, that this as is as good as, and other beers are as good as, as, as this. So, you know, like maybe we need to think about 
the rating scale is in some sort of you know distribution of things where you know three and a half is above median obviously because it's you would drink again yeah. but then there's you know a certain proportion of beers that will get the the other ratings and so it's got to be you mm. know like yeah we could use the rapier scale or something because yeah. it, it's a percentile thing that would that would work right well that's uh your homework yeah that's right. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll figure i'll figure out the answer where does where does a four sit where's a four and a half sit right. well uh, i'll get back to you and, and, and you know judging by our episode schedule of like you know the next episode could be tomorrow for all we know it could be it could be yeah. it could be at eleven thirty tonight when i get off <laughs> get off my last call this evening and you know it could be anything could happen yeah. really like we could just um, uh, appear on the street and say Jeff, we've got another episode. That's right. That's right. It'll and then I'll be yeah. like, "Yep, I've got nothing better to do." <laughs> well, we've never had an episode that's been as impromptu as this one. I don't think. No. No, that's right. That's I, right. I like the term ramshackle. Ramshackle. Ramshackle episode. And on that note, we should finish up here. I know it's been a little bit shorter, but how would he end it? Last episode is long. Um, we have been the Bronzo Beer Collective. Uh, we have been Jeffrey Chi. Good night. We have been Paul Christoph. Evening. And we've been Chris Shorten. And we will talk to you all next week. Okay.